Hello and welcome to The Family Business. I'm your host, Shannon. I'm Donna. And I'm Z. And tonight we are going to be discussing episode 12 entitled Night Shifter. And this episode is another Shapeshifter episode. It's actually our second one. And this deals with a guy by the name of Ronald Resnick, who is a guard at a bank, and a friend of his who he lets into the bank who actually works there ends up robbing the bank after knocking Ronald unconscious. And Ronald gets a copy of the security tapes, sees the quote-unquote laser eyes on him, and assumes that mandroids are running rampant throughout the city and killing people. We kind of covered all of the lore for the shapeshifter in the season one episode, Skin. Was there anything else that you found for this episode, Z? Nothing new that I found, just kind of reiterating that silver is like the only thing that can hurt them. Right. But also, noticeably, they did not call it a skinwalker in this episode. Right. Which I really liked, because in the last one, they kind of just took the term and then completely changed what it actually was. Right. Um, so they called it a shapeshifter this time around. Yeah. And I remember pointing out in the episode Skin that from every episode that dealt with a shapeshifter after that, they called them shapeshifters. Yeah. They never called them skinwalkers again. Donna, I saw one of your notes, which is like your third note down, and we don't have to cover that one right now if you don't want to, but it kind of goes along with the whole mandroid thing. Do you want to... Cyberman? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that actual picture on Ronald's uh, uh, magazine was of Cybermen from Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that whenever I first saw this, I hadn't seen an episode of Doctor Who yet, so it didn't click for me. But this time watching it, I'm like, holy shit, that's Cyberman. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that was really cool. I don't think any of us loved this episode. Am I right? No. No. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched it, I thought it was okay, yeah. but I think this is only the second time that I've watched it because, as we were discussing before we started the podcast, I thought that Ronald, whenever he died, it was kind of like a heroic thing. It was like him sacrificing himself or something like that. That's what I was remembering. But no, he basically just walks right out in the light like Dean had told him not to earlier in the episode, and he gets shot in the back. Uh, I remember him dying later, but I, I will say I think I think his death is heroic in the larger view, just because he was going in, he was going to fix this problem, right? And he was willing to take the consequences for having done for doing that, right? Uh, so I think I think Ronald, he's a tragic character, but he's he is a little bit heroic. Yeah, I have seen this episode. This is the third time I've seen this episode, and I also remember him dying heroically. Maybe maybe about the same time that he died in the episode, but I remember it being like he pushes Dean out of the way or something. Right. Like maybe it's yeah. just that we like him, and because yeah. we like him, we edit our memories. And that yeah. may be it. And the funny thing is, is with his death, is it kind of continues a pattern where, like, we have certain victims who Sam and Dean are like, hey. Guess what? All of this horrible shit is real, and that's what's fucking up your life right now, so hey, we gotta take care of it. Those people generally live. The people who discover it on their own that the bad shit is real yeah. generally die horrifically mm. at the hands of the bad shit. Yeah. So I think that that was definitely one thing that carried over. Well, I will say there's there there are some really good things in this episode. The episode as a whole is kind of mad, but there are some really good things. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's interesting because the way Ronald actually died was at the hands of the cops. Right. Mm -hmm. However, 
for the rest of I'm gonna say maybe this season. Am I activating the mm. spoiler? No, I'm just kind of thinking. For the rest of this season, at least that Hendrickson, I think is his name. Hendricks, um, Special Agent Hendricks. Hendricks uh, and the FBI are going to be a problem. Yes. So, as a matter of fact, Ronald did die at the hand of the horrible stuff because yeah. it's getting horrible. Well, and the funny thing is, is that whenever Hendricks comes on the scene and he's talking to the police who are already there, he tells them there's a monster in that building. Well, yeah. obviously. He's not referring to the shapeshifter. He's referring to Dean. Yeah. But it's a great flip. It is a because yes. when he you do think you're like, oh god, here's an FBI guy who knows what's going on. Right. He's here to help. This is great. Right. Oh no. But yeah. the thing is too is that he Hendrix turns himself and the FBI into a monster because they basically he's like, I don't give a fuck who dies in there. I'm taking the Winchesters down. Yep. I, yeah, I think that was one of my big problems in this episode, actually, was the way that the FBI, like, behaved. And I was like, first of all, like, it would regardless of who was in there, they would not negotiate like that. Yeah. And then second of all, like, they just, they shot Ronald, having spoken to him once on the phone. They didn't know what he looked like. They shot him, and, like, they, like, they don't shoot, like, unless it's, like, the last resort kind of thing. Because right. for all they know, that could have been one of the hostages that happened to get a gun. And right. they just shot the first guy they saw with a gun. Yeah. So there was a lot of, con like, inconsistencies that I saw with this. Also, in the end, Sam takes on two SWAT people. I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get that it had to happen for them to get away. Right, exactly. But, like, with that plus all this other stuff, I was like, no. Well, yeah. while, while we're there... There was absolutely no reason for those men to have masks on. Mm -hmm. Not a no. reason in the world for them to have masks on. No. Mm -hmm. Except that that was the only way Sam and Dean were getting out of there, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now, another problem that I actually had with, uh, with Ronald's death is whenever you see the laser sight, it is on the center of his back, mm -hmm. upper center back. Whenever the whenever he gets shot, he the bull the bullet the squib goes off and it's on his lower left chest. Mm. So I mean, unless it's you know the JFK magic bullet, that's not where that bullet is coming out. So yeah. whoever whoever did the the wet works for this scene, flubbed it. If if it banged off his spine or rib, it might have. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I get your medical know-how, and I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm just like, come on, dude. And especially with the high-powered sniper rifle like the police yeah. are using, it's going to go through. Okay. I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. If I am, feel free to, you know, go on Twitter and right. call me out. But, yeah, I, I don't see it. I did want to point out, because, honestly, Ronald was my favorite part of this episode. Mm -hmm. He was funny. He was, he was adorable. I loved him. I think my two favorite lines from here was the one where he goes, this is not a robbery! And then yes. he like, starts shooting the place yes. up. Um, that was really great. Yeah. And then he's just so confused the rest of the time. He's like, no, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not going to kill you. No, no, no. <laughs> like, it was just so cute. But also, when Ronald realizes that Sam and Dean are there, and he's like, I ain't talking to you, I don't like you, to Sam, and Sam's yeah. just like, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and Dean's looking at him like, I fucking told you, dude, he doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a great little uh, thing. And that's the thing that I like about Supernatural is they're not afraid to put those moments of levity and things yeah. in there. And it definitely helps. I mean, especially whenever you're dealing with, you know, people getting killed and you're dealing with this gross-ass monster that sheds its skin and mm -hmm. the suspense of, okay, who is it now? So I, I really like that they, they get the comic relief in there to kind of lighten the mood up. And they do it really well. Yes. It's not just like... 
here it's getting heavy, awkward line that's supposed to be funny. Like, they do it well. Yeah, right. they do it really yeah. well. I want to talk about the blonde chick. What's her name? Sherry? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I actually really kind of like her. She was um, funny. She was funny. And this this is an episode that I typically would bitch about. The, the female characters because there's not really much of them. But Sherry, she starts off, she is so in love with Dean. She yes. is so in she, love with him. Like, Who is that man? He's so brave. He's so <laughs> brave. <laughs> and to the then, point where Sam's just like, oh my God, lady, get right. the hell away from me. And she's like, yeah. what was he like as a kid? Like, just. <laughs> but then when she realizes that he's working with Ron, mm -hmm. she's just like, nope. Yep. Nope, he broke. He just broke her heart. He, yeah. Their their relationship was over right there, but then later on, when the shapeshifter had her form, man, she was badass. Yeah. I mean, she. I loved that kind of twist where you, where we as the audience saw the dead body. Right. And then she, they were like, "We need to talk to you." And then she was like, "Um, no, <laughs> I think I'm gonna stay." And you're yeah. like, "Oh, it's cause it's cause you know yeah. she's the." The shifter or whatever, but like really, she was like, these guys are fishy as fuck. Like, and they're probably going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. But, but since we're there, I mean, the point was even made. So, so they found Sherry's dead body. Then they went and pulled Sherry out of the vault and brought her to the dead body. Right. I'm not sure what the thought process was there. And then Sherry promptly faints. <laughs> Dean is about to kill the fainted Sherry when Sam's like, wait, wait, what's the payoff in this plan? Right. The point being that, no, the shifter was actually the dead Sherry. Right. But I think Sam's question remains. What's the payoff in this plan? Yeah. Yeah. So two things. Did you notice that whenever they're walking over or whatever to, like, stab dead Sherry that the neck moves? That was creepy. I didn't see this. Yeah. It's like, I didn't like, see that. I don't know if it's the heartbeat or if, like, the actress swallows or whatever, but you can see like her neck is moving where, right where the, the cut is. Almost every time you see dead Sherry, you actually can see that she's not dead. And that oh. may actually be an HD thing, whereas whenever it was originally it, filmed, I, I you may not it, have been able to see that. I think it was deliberate. I, I think Maybe. you were supposed to see that okay. she wasn't actually dead. The only time I noticed it was whenever they were going in yeah. like to stab, stab dead Sherry. Also, I don't understand why they didn't discover the body and then they walk off and the, the shifter didn't just get up and walk away. See, like, why did they stay there? What yeah. was the plan? Yeah. If that plan had worked out, what would have happened? I think it was just crappy writing yeah. at that point because obviously the the assumption with uh, the shapeshifter going in is, hey, I'm going to pretend to be dead. They'll kill the real one and I'll get to go free. Mm-hmm. But, hello, after they both walked away, get the fuck up and run away. If yeah. The, and if the plan was to take them out, there was a moment when they were both very confused. Yeah. Looking back and forth. Yeah. That would have been the perfect time to jump up and kill them both. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there, there was one where they were both, for uh, several moments, turned and facing the fainted Sherry. And that mm -hmm. would have been right. the perfect right. moment. So, the whole thing just didn't make sense to me. I also want to know where the, where the shapeshifter got that woman's slip from. To, that they're laying yeah. in like that where, where do you just carry those around in your extra like skin folds? because like, everybody who had been killed up to that point was a man yeah so unless somebody was kinky and I mean, you know does somebody still wear do, do people still wear slips um only on tv <laughs> okay because i don't know i've never I don't, worn one so i don't, I don't own one 
Neither do I. I have never owned one. My mom hasn't owned one since she was like in the first grade and had to wear them to church. Like I only ever see them on TV for reasons like that, where somebody needs to get mostly naked. Right. And, and we need to get it past the sensors. Yeah. Okay guys, so at this time we are going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to ask you guys to please visit us wherever you listen to podcasts. It would really help us out if we got a rating and a review from you. Uh, subscribe, that kind of moves us up in the rankings and makes it easier for people to find us. And also if you just talk to your friends about us or tweet about us or interact with us on Instagram, which is a thing you can do at the family business underscore SPN fancast, or you could talk to us on Twitter at TFB underscore SPN fancast. And then, of course, we are on Tumblr at snarkcasts.tumblr.com and on Facebook at Snarkcasts. And not only can you find the family business there, but you can find all of our sister podcasts. And all of our podcasts live at gumbycatnetworks.com, uh, where you can find all kinds of fantastic and fun podcasts, like as a, for instance, Art I Swear, where they talk about all kinds of art stuff. So I'm going to start by talking about Ronald, who is an average to slightly less than average looking guy. Mm -hmm. Would you say? He's a fairly average yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. And I, I think they kind of dump him you know, with, with the hair and the, the bad clothes. And I'm just curious, have we ever seen an unattractive woman? Unless they were specifically, you know, like Rose in the last episode. I wouldn't even say she was unattractive. She was just very old. She was an old woman. Yeah. I'm just curious, do we ever have an equivalent woman to Ron? Just an average-looking woman? Not somebody that interacts, I don't think, interacts directly with Sam and Dean. I think sometimes there's... Like, there was a, a woman in the background of this episode who was probably a teller, and she, like, fans herself in yeah, the back. Yeah, kind of the slightly older woman. Yeah, yeah, she's probably, I don't know, what... In her, I don't know. Yeah. Not, she was not, gray hair. Yeah. She was in her not dead phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. She was not dead. She also wasn't main character, sexy, yeah. early 20s. Like So it, was, it yeah. was just a thing. The other thing I want to talk about is, man, Dean really, he knows as, basically as soon as he helps that security guard out and the cops are there, he knows they're done. They yeah. are screwed, which yeah. is, I believe, the word he used. We're yeah. so screwed. Well, and that's why he says at the end is, we are so screwed. And uh, despite knowing, and it's clear, you can tell, he is like, we, we're done. He keeps going. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to get that shifter even after the FBI is in the building. Right. He is still doing the job. And he, I'm just, I really love that determination that he has. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing I will say about this is if you're dealing with a shapeshifter, you don't deal with it by like, hey, let's split up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm Several just like, come times. on, dude, you're smarter than that. You don't fucking split up whenever there's somebody in the building who can take on your face. You just don't do that. Yeah. And they do it several times. Yes. They're like, like, Sam, go do this. Dean, go do that. And I'm just like, somebody's going to come back and they're not going to be who they say they are. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just if you're if you're hunting a shapeshifter, don't split up. And here's what you do, by the way. You get your hands on a silver knife. You get everyone lined up and you say, cut your arm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You can go. Yep. You can go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, it was just, it was kind of silly. And and it's one of those things, too, where, you know, I'm sure they think, oh, hey, we have to do this to ratchet up the tension and mm -hmm. to, you know, cover more ground to do different things all at once. And But it, it just looks ridiculous. I mean, to the point where it becomes the, you know, the horror movie trope of, hey, we should split up. No, don't fucking split up. You're an idiot. Yeah. So, Ronald, whenever he slips in the skin... And then he like shrieks, like speaking of like a <laughs> horror movie thing. I thought that was really funny because a lot of the times, and I know that like specifically when we've had female characters do it, it's been a problem. But with <laughs> with Ronald, it was just really funny because I I really couldn't see his character reacting like that. Well, see, I think this is why Dean likes Ronald so much is because he is not a tough guy. He is not a competent guy. Right. And yet he managed to figure all this out. Right. And had the balls to go into this bank after this thing and yeah. and i mean he has the same kind of determination that dean does yes yeah. just with with less skill and knowledge yeah, right. yeah and exactly. physique. Um, yeah. so dean calls his dad a hero in this episode yeah that's after calling him an ass in the last, in the last one yeah yeah i had some problems with that i was like well but the fbi guy was Dissing John. This, this is true, but also, I don't know. I, it's just, there was a lot of, I didn't really like this episode. I liked Ronald, and that was about it. And this just, that just kind of added to the, mm -hmm. meh. I remember, I remember <clears throat> liking this episode a lot more the first time I saw it. Yeah. And so, this time around, it was just like, and my, my thought, honestly, whenever I was watching it was like, oh my god, are all of the Shapeshifter episodes this bad? <laughs> no, they might be. So... And they also have something about Dean. Shapeshifters are really just all about Dean. I mean, he yeah. has a nice face. If, if I could yeah, take faces, nice I would be like, turn. that's the face I want. See, I would still have to go with Sam's face and body, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. So I go with Sam's height. Take his, take his kneecaps. <laughs> that was really weird. Okay. <laughs> that was a little so, Listen, when you get the restraining order, <laughs> it's just her. Shannon and I do not want Jared Padalecki's kneecaps. No. We want everything else, but <laughs> we want all of him in, in an intact and unharmed form. <laughs> okay, now we know a little too much about Z there. Yes. I mean, no kink shaming, but... Yeah. I. Oh, kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. Quickly moving on. So, so other than Sherry, any other female characters or any of the other aspects of the female no, characters that you wanted to discuss? Not really. I mean, there was the reporter, and that's about it is for, for female characters. Well, Franny, and I know you had a note that was kind of pertaining to Franny. Dean the lady Dean. in the oh, uh, jewelry store. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Oh, man, when Dean goes sleazebag, he goes full sleazebag. Yeah. Of course, to be fair to him, Franny was yeah. was like, if We're you want interview yeah. me in private. Yeah. I'm making eyes at the microphone. It's not responding. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing with that scene is, is whenever it first started, because we, we had the opening scene of Dean walking the security guard out who is potentially having a heart attack and we see him and you know he's got the gun and all of that and we know that it's a shapeshifter episode and so i was thinking 
wow, they're starting out with a Dean shapeshifter already because he's like really fucking douchebaggy here and is really playing it thick. And then we cut over to Sam talking to another guy in the jewelry store and I'm like, oh, that's actually Dean. Mm -hmm. He's really being that fucking gross right now. He does. He does sometimes, like like a few episodes back when he was talking to a nurse and just said just the most inappropriate thing to her. So, yeah, Dean, <laughs> listen, dude, don't hit on women at work. When they can't get away from you, it's not cool. I want to talk about Renegade just just a little bit. The Lorenzo Lamas TV show Renegade? No, no the sixth song. song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so I know that song. I just don't know that it's Renegade. I don't know it's by Sticks because, you know. <laughs> because I, it was before I was born. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, it was before I was born and I know that. <laughs> you guys! <laughs> I have in the past been a huge Sticks fan. I'm not quite as big a fan since they've had their little split. I just... I, I, I agree with Dennis DeYoung that Sticks isn't Sticks without Dennis DeYoung. I'm looking at Stance. Uh, Shannon's blank expression. Anyway, the song Renegade is one of my favorite songs of theirs. And so, yeah, as Sam and Dean are escaping, the song Renegade starts playing. Mm. Uh, it's a fantastic song with this beautiful bass line. And then they cut off right before this scream, and they have a little conversation. And then they go back in, and you can hear James Young go, Damn! <laughs> and uh, the song is actually written by Tommy Shaw, who is not a very big man. James Young, who sings The Dam, is a very big man. And uh, I saw them in concert, and I have an image seared into my head of James Young yelling, Damn! into the microphone. It was a good song. It, it, it's a good it, song. It is a good song. It was also done really well in the that scene. Mm -hmm. The music editing was, was good. Yes, was yes. Good. Also, I think it's it's really funny that they made off with a, a pair of SWAT outfits just to like add to their collection. Yeah. Like <laughs> they already have suits and they've got, you know, uniforms and stuff and mm -hmm. so they, they traded in the security guard uniform or the the camera inspector uniforms yeah. or whatever for some SWAT ones. I feel like they really made off with the better half of that deal. <laughs> well, the one thing that bugged me about that, though, is whenever they're getting into the car and they both get in with the fucking helmets on. It's like, what? take the helmet off, dude. Come on, seriously. Mm -hmm. Especially Sam, who's like 3,000 feet tall, mm -hmm. trying to get into this car with an added, you know, three or four inches on top of his head. No, take the helmet off. Right. That's a ridiculous thing to be concerned about, but that was the thought going through my head at that point was, take I, the damn helmet off. I think there was just a lot of um, errors in this episode. So every time there was one that I could have easily overlooked, I was like, yeah. nope, adding it to the pile. <laughs> yeah. Nope, this is, no, you're failing. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Oh, I did notice right at the very beginning of the episode that Sam brushed his hair. Oh. I just thought I'd mention that. Because that doesn't happen very often. The Sam I guess his I hair. missed that. Yeah, it looked like it had been touched by a, An grooming, a grooming product at, at some point in the near past. And it was, you know. Hygiene's important. <laughs> and grooming. Hygiene and grooming is important. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for joining us, and we invite you to come back next week whenever we will be discussing episode 13 entitled Houses of the Holy. So until then, carry on, jerk, bitch.
Gumby Cat Productions. Podcasts for podcast people. Meow. Meow.